0: Turn up the motivation. You're on the Zigler Inspire Podcast. Zig wants you to be your best. Welcome to Zig Zigler's Inspire Podcast. This is your host Blake Lindsay. Zig is going to tell us one of his favorite stories and all the lessons we can learn from it. Let's turn up the motivation, and I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm a foodie, and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. Being a bottled-in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely.
1: On Friday, July the 10th, 1972, I boarded flight number 874 from Dallas going to Norfolk, Virginia. When I got aboard the uh, aircraft, I was the first one aboard. I was in seat C-2. That's right up front. And I hadn't been seated but a few seconds when a mother carrying an infant leading a toddler followed by a little girl about four years old walked in. And the... Three of them uh, went down the aisle, and then the little four-year-old stopped. They were loading the food on. And she was fascinated with how fast they were moving, snatching it off one cart, putting it in another. You know how they do that. And then she turned, and she looked into the cockpit. And she saw those three figures sitting there and more electronic gadgetry in all probability than she had seen in her entire lifetime. It was obvious that this was this family's first flight on an airplane. And when she turned around... uh, As the saying goes, her eyes were as big as saucers. She looked down that long fuselage, and it was a long one. Put her little hands on her legs. She had bent her legs a little bit like so. And she just said one thing. Gosh. Gosh. Did you know that's what legal immigrants do when they come to America? They see the beauty of the surroundings and everything that's here, and they say, gosh. That's one of the reasons legal immigrants are four times as likely to become millionaires in America as are the people who are born here. They come here with a dream. They know everybody here is rich, that they can become rich. And they wake up to new experiences. Chris Dunham got here. His first job uh, when he came here 15 years ago paid him $2.75 an hour. He worked overtime. Many immigrants do that. They look at ads in the paper, and they say where somebody's going to pay them 5 or $6 an hour, it blows their mind. Man alive, that's more than I made in six days at home. Uh, They work hard. They work overtime. They enroll in the community colleges. They do things, and amazing things happen. When is the last time you looked at your maid and said, gosh, when is the last time you looked at your child and said, gosh, Are your mom or your dad? When is the last time have you looked at a sunset or a sunrise and said, gosh? It's one of the most beautiful words, most expressive words. It demonstrates an attitude that makes a difference in life. It'll make a difference in your life. Let me simply say that this is one of the most important things that we can do, and that is never lose the awe of the new day. If you don't think every day is a good day, just try missing one of them. <laughs> I think you'll find out that, yes, it really is that. Your impact on others can be very, very significant. I went to summer school in 1943. I went to Heinz Community College. It was Heinz Junior College in those days. It was in Raymond, Mississippi. I wanted to get in the V-5 program, the Naval Air Corps I wanted to fly the Vought Sikorsky Corsair or the Hellcat. I wanted to go off to war, get in that Air Corps, shoot those enemy planes down, come back home to Yazoo City, Mississippi, and have a ticker tape parade. Well, I get over there, and they tell me the first thing you got to do is get your high school diploma. Second, got to know your American history. you got to take a course in American history. I was absolutely furious. What good is history going to do me? I came over here to get more math and science so I could get in the Air Corps. I mean, all of those things. Well, if you're going to get in there, corps, you've got to take the history. I walked in that classroom that day with a chip on my shoulder, which is a pretty good sign of wood up above. Well, anyhow, uh, (laughs) Coach uh, Coach Joby Harris was a teacher. And for the next hour, he didn't talk about history. He just told me why I needed to know it. He was an incredible salesman. I mean, he sold me on knowing my American history. I walked out of there a history major. It was the only course I consistently made A's in. Today, my favorite type books to read are history books because we've got to know what happened in the past or we are doomed to repeat that in the future. Or if we encourage, we will repeat that. He said something else that really had a huge impact on my life. He said, if you have an ability that goes beyond just providing for your own needs you must use that ability to reach down and lift up those who do not have that ability. Because if you don't do that, then the day will come when they're going to reach up and pull you down by sheer weight of numbers. The work we've done in schools and prisons, the work we've done in churches, in drug rehab centers, all of those things, come as a direct result of what Coach Joby Harris said to me that day. But let me tell you why you can make such a huge difference in life. When Joby Harris was a Boy Scout, he had a Scoutmaster. His name was Mr. Thomas B. Abernathy. Mr. Abernathy was the first scout official in the state of Mississippi. He took an additional interest in little Joby Harris. He taught him scouting, but he also became his mentor and had a huge impact on his life. Now, Mr. Abernathy had three daughters and a son. His youngest daughter is named Jean. And Jean Abernathy has been Mrs. Zig Ziglar for nearly 55 years. You never know What's going to happen down the road? That's where you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Mr. Abernathy obviously had no earthly idea that when he was developing the young Joby Harris, he was preparing the boy who would become the man who would become the husband of his daughter and the father of his grandchildren. It does go on. When you do a good thing today, when you help somebody else today, there's no telling how far it's going to go. Two of my favorite people are Mary Kay Ash... And the late Mary Crowley, Mary Kay Ash resigned from a job because she disagreed with a decision management made. They had uh, ladies who were making too much money, and so he restructured the pay plan. She resigned in protest and said, I'm going to design a plan that will be fair to everyone. And she went to work a few days after she had, quote, retired and drew out the plan. I have a special affection for Mary Kay Ash because when I was a young struggling speaker when we first moved to Dallas, she heard me speak and opened the door to her whole organization, invited me to go in and hold six-hour seminars for her directors and consultants. Gave me an opportunity to really expand on my philosophy. Her heart was, I want to give somebody else an opportunity. She was extraordinarily successful doing what she'd been doing. She wanted to do that. Mary Crowley, another lady. She has home interiors and gifts. And this is one of the most successful direct sales companies. does nearly a billion dollars a year in business. I mean, it's huge. And she had the idea that you should pay your bills when they came due, that she would do exactly what was right. She taught leadership out of the book of Proverbs. She donated tens of millions of dollars to Christian causes and scholarships, educating hundreds and hundreds of young men and women. Uh, They had everything they wanted because they have so many other people get what they want. Encouraging others, helping them, spreading that line out is really what it's all about. Yes, it really is true that you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want what they want. It's a philosophy that works. Let me tell you about a friend of mine. His name is Lou Holtz. Chances are extraordinary that you've already heard of him. He's a football coach, one of the best in the country. Lou Holtz was fired from his first job at the University of South Carolina. Now, let me tell you something about Lou Holtz. When he was at Arkansas, he adopted this philosophy that you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Now, here's the way it works in coaching. A lot of people don't realize it. But when he was at Notre Dame, uh, 11 years, he promoted 10 head coaches from his assistant coaches. Now, you might say, wait a minute, weren't they his best assistant coaches? Oh, absolutely. That's the reason they got the offer to become head coaches. Well, now, that's good for the coaches, but what does it do for Lou? How does he get what he wants out of it? Well, an interesting thing happened. After the second head coach was made from the Notre Dame staff, assistant coaches all over the country, they have their networking. Uh, They said, hey, Lou Holtz is teaching people how to be head coaches. And they started applying in droves to coach there at Notre Dame. He was able to replace his good coaches with sometimes even better coaches. But he got a bonus. You see, those new coaches brought all of their high school contacts with them. It really does work, folks. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough. Other people get what they want.
0: What is going on in your life that you can look around like that little girl on the airplane and exclaim, gosh, there are opportunities all around us, and all we have to do is work and make them a reality. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Sigler